Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Williams and Bloom on your Wednesday. We are presented, as always, by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. I believe this is the first live episode ever of Williams and Bloom. It is. Welcome. We look? Hey, everybody. We are here in the Wild Rose Casino Studios. You can see the uh, somebody was playing NBA Jam today. Was it Connor? I don't know. Somebody was playing because that the machine is rolling. Behind me here, we got that from our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. How are you today, Bloomy? I'm, I'm hanging in there. Nice day. Played golf yesterday with some Cyclones. Yeah, I saw that. Good, good outing. Deal. You had a great yeah. day. Raised over 50 grand for Iowa State Women's Basketball Fund, which wow. was pretty cool. So it was great, man. That team. So is Finley just going to go out and get like a blue chip now? Like, how does that work? <laughs> we can always use more. Um, <laughs> no, it, it was good. It was it was actually really cool because the the women's team was there for most of the day, the staff and it's a fun team. It's it's actually a lot of young energy, which is different. We got so used to that. Yeah. Last three years of, you know, familiar faces. It's fun just to see some new. Dump it into Ashley Jones right, and let, just her, let her dribble yeah. around. She was new, a good one. New new breed, and I think people really enjoy the personality of this team and some new faces to get to know. So it was a great day. We are presented as always by MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. MacDyne.com is where you can learn more about all of their IT and audio visual services, software services. Uh, and really just phenomenal people. They do more than that. Engineer display structures. I'm reading right off their website right now. It's a beautiful website, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. I also want to give a shout out to my old buddies down at Mr. B Clothing. They, I believe, were the first sponsor of Cycle. I remember Fanatic. the Mr. B videos. Yeah, and were I you, love these guys. Where were Timmy Sitzman always looked good and you look like that. <sighs> the hell is that supposed to mean? Take it for what it's worth. I was like 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> right. This was even pre-laxative. You, like, you had like American Eagle shirts oh, on, yeah. and you'd roll into Mr. Well, Beast. I couldn't afford like, the Mr. Yeah, Beast stuff you, at that point. Here? Like I was making no money, and I, I get it. You know, it was draining my checking account yeah. just to drive down like there. Going going to uh, Old Navy was a was a chore. <laughs> um, but a couple things. One, 50 years of Mr. Beast. Is B. that right? Yeah, wow. we're coming up on 50 years. So I just I wanted to. Tell them congratulations because I, I love Tim Sitzman, the owner. 
He's like family now, just become a really good friend over the years. It's in it. And they've got the, the back room too, which is probably more suited for a lot of our younger audience Yep, is that's just kind of what it's for. And, uh, anyways, I, I love these guys down there on it, down there in Clive and they have, uh, really just been great supporters of what we've done. So I just, again, I want to congratulate them on 50 years and encourage everybody to, cause this is really when you, you know, get a little colder out, you yeah, can layer yeah, up, ready. you can do we all got, that. You dress a little bit better. You got us uh, fishing shirts in the summer. Holiday parties are on their way. Oh crap. Charity events. Why'd you have to bring that up? Uh, that's coming. Shout out to our friends at Mr. B Clothing. Okay. This Ohio game. Terrifying. Well. In a you know respectful way to everybody involved. It hadn't been terrifying to me. In the non-conference, it didn't. You know, it's a weird road game at a Mac school. That's like all terrifying. That. Well, yeah, but like I still. When that number came out yeah. on Sunday, like two and a half or two or. One and a half, depending on what book you were looking at, was like, what am I uh, missing here? And I was looking through a handful of different power ratings, Mm -hmm. and these teams are only like two points apart at this point. So what has changed? Is Because Ohio's defense is much better than anticipated? Well, Ohio's had three weeks of of action now. That first week, Week Aiden and Hassel and I were watching them the circus sports book. And we're like, this team sucks. Well, they didn't have Rourke, their quarterback with the second quarter. Um, and I, and frankly, San Diego state's not very good either. Like they, they seem to be like, or at that day, they seem to be like a middle of the pack at best Mm -hmm. mountain West team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I just got done before I came in here. I watched Ohio's game against Florida Atlantic. And full disclosure, if you follow what I do on Iowa Everywhere, Florida Atlantic at three and a half was one of my locks of the week last week. Because hmm. that was that was in Florida. Yes. It, it was a weird game. So Ohio wins it. They got down 10-0. Their defense shuts hmm. out Florida Atlantic the entire second half. Okay? And, the, and Tom Herman's the head coach there, which is why I... And Casey Thompson's the quarterback. Yeah, the Nebra- Texas well, the and Nebraska. Nebraska guy. So it's not like they're just a, some slappy. It was a around. weird game, so it had like a 45-minute lightning delay. Okay. Sound familiar? Unfortunately. Except ours are always like four hours. <laughs> There's no such thing as a 45-minute one in Ames. And like the ball like was really wet. There was a ton of fumbles. Like There were two interceptions in the first 15 seconds of the game, hmm. which has to be close to a record if it isn't. A record yet. Um, it was a really, really weird game, but it, it was pretty clear that Ohio was better than Florida Atlantic at the end of that thing. Florida Atlantic's a huge dog to Clemson coming this up this weekend. But, like, again, like the power rating aspect of this is just really odd to me. Iowa State has clearly dropped because of that offense. I mean, they've sunk like a rock because of the offense. I think Ohio's more stayed steady. But this, again, went to a game where I was pretty confident Iowa State would win by three scores. It's like, what am I missing type thing? That's and still I, what I'm looking at. It's like, what, what, what are we missing well, here? I've, I've narrowed it down, and I kind of need to pick your brain okay. on it because I, I've narrowed it down to what I like and what I don't like about the matchup. And we are live, 
So if anybody wants to chime in, yeah, you can. comment. We can have we can, this. We can, can be we can see it. We have a fancy studio now. We can see what you say. Yes, you can do that. And um, there you go. We'll, we'll we'll get to those when we when we bring them up. Thank you. We're we're going to do our little segment, and then we're going to get into your guys's comments. So thank you. Do you want what I like or what scares me about the game first? I'm an optimist. <laughs> well, okay. So this O'Rourke, the quarterback. Yes. So he tears his ACL last year, comes back, gets dinged up right at the beginning of the San Diego State game. They're a totally different team when he checks out of the game. Okay. Like they were terrible. So he comes back, sits out the Long Island game, which they barely won. I mean, they won by like 17, but it's Long Island. Like they they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Rourke, he can run, but he hasn't run much since he tore yeah, the ACL. Yeah, he's a big guy too. Yeah. He's- Dual threat guy. Pretty turnover prone. Throws yes. a couple of picks in that game. Again, there were some fumbles. I think they have good running backs. I don't think that they're what I would consider to be an elite running back. Rourke is kind of like, it's a little, uh, what was the kid from Northern Iowa? I forgot his name. Theo Day. A little bit like that. Yeah. I mean, Day is smaller, but it, it feels like that type of a scout where it's like, well, this guy can really like, I mean, he's a former Mac player of the year on the offensive side. So well, is, they averaged 32 points a game yeah, last year. He's an accomplished guy. Clearly, they turned it over four times against Iowa State's defense a year ago. Um, I, I think I question up front for them against Iowa State's defensive that's, line for sure. That's the game. That's where Iowa State can just decimate the game. Yeah. Like to me, that's that's what I like about this one. Like, OK, so it's strength on strength. Yep. And I'll take Iowa State's defense against the yeah, Ohio offense. And they don't run it great. And no. this, isn't, this is an Air Force Academy running the ball here. What scares me is that Ohio holds Florida Atlantic to 185 yards. They've only given up three touchdowns in three games. So clearly this is a good Yeah, you don't, game. you don't fluke your way into those numbers through no. three games. That they you were know, awful they, on defense. And last two of the year. three programs they've played are good programs. It's not, you know, San Diego State and Florida Atlantic are perennially two of the better group of five programs in the country. Now, are they this year? Probably not. I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Like I, Herm's man, got some work to got, do. Clearly he must have some work to do. Cause that, that I was shocked by that result. I thought Florida Atlantic would kill Ohio. I thought that was a 30 point game. I really did going into it. Yep. Yep. So where are we at? And this is where I look at this game. And I go, okay. It reminds me, C-Dub, a lot of... It's a good monster. There you go. Get some caffeine. Um, reminds me of the game. Remember Iowa State played at Akron in 2017? How could I forget? Had just lost to Iowa in a heartbreaker. It was like that 44, was, that was 41. The game that shuffled everything to the dime stack right. defense. Guess what the point spread in that game was? Two and a half. It was like three. Three, yeah. Iowa State was favored by three. Iowa State played horribly. Won 41 to 14. Uh, like couldn't get a stop on third down, David Montgomery. But they just they were just physically way better. Now looking back at 2017, that was a team. Jacob Park started that game, by the way. I mean, this we're going the way back machine. But that team had David Montgomery, Alan Lazard, Hakeem Butler, all these guys on offense. I don't know if this Iowa State offense has those guys. I, I you know, and if they do, they're re- really young. I don't think they do. Uh, yeah, and, the, I mean, and therein lies. And so, this who knows is, what Higgins is going to be? Right. But like we haven't seen it. Like I look at this game and I say, "Gosh, can Ohio get to 20? I'm like, I don't, don't think so. The but, number is 42 and a half. But can Iowa State get to 20? 
And so this is, you know, you, you go look at Iowa State's numbers. Chris, when's the last time Iowa State scored 40 or more points? Ohio. Ohio last year. Yeah. It's been a year. Now, okay, so I've thought about that. Could I make the they've argument? Only scored, real quick, they've only yeah, yeah. scored 30 or more in that same time frame twice. 31 against West Virginia and then 30 against you and I in the week one. Okay, so here's my doomsday theory on that. Is it, it, it a little bit like Iowa last week where Iowa State was playing a little bit different style last year where you know, you're know you going downfield more, you're using athletes Absolutely. more. You've got a quarterback that can stretch the field more. And now you're going to go in there to this Ohio defense that's less athletic, clearly. But it also, you're going to play twin tights and you're going to keep yeah, things between I, the I, tackles. It's and, really interesting. What's what's Iowa State's philosophy here? Because you're right. You look at last year, Iowa State blew them out right away. Deckers throws for 300. Iowa State gains 460 yards of offense. It how much was, did they run? Uh, Just curious. So they they threw it 42 times and ran it 32 times, which is re- really interesting in a 43 to 10 game that you would have more passes than runs. But that was last year's strength. Mm-hmm. When Deckers was good, he was really good, and he was good in that game. Can Iowa State move Ohio? I don't know yet. And so that I think that's where that point spread comes from. This is not a, a slight at Iowa State's defense. Iowa State's defense is what it is. It's a slight at the offense. It's a slight at the offense. Yeah. And what you have now is you now have a track record of this Iowa State offense in two games has not been uber productive. Now, I would argue a good portion of that is the opponent, particularly last week's opponent. And then in game one, Iowa State was moving the ball pretty consistently and then parked the car in the second half. But, seat up still, you're averaging, through two games, 4.5 yards per play. That is just, that's just not great. And you haven't exactly lit up the scoreboard either. And so if I'm an odds maker, I'm going, listen, I don't think Ohio can get to 20 points, but Iowa State would have you proven to me that you can get to 20 points. And so I think it's, it really, it's a game of numbers. It's not necessarily a win-loss thing. It's, can anybody get to 24 in this game? Yeah. And I would be pleased if Iowa State does. I think Iowa State can. I think Iowa State has the talent. I, you know, look watching that Iowa game back again. I thought Rocco played really well. You had the had the one huge mistake that was the pick six, but he managed the game very well. I'm wondering, and I, I think Iowa State almost has to, is give him a little bit more ability to freelance. You know, throw the ball downfield, make some plays, because they really and I understand why they kind of handcuffed him. Of like it was, as you guys talked about on your podcast this week. It was a lot of out routes and flats and very little stuff down the middle. Uh, so do you try and take a couple more shots? Iowa State took like well, one How much shot. of it was Iowa and how much of it was Iowa State? Well, I think it was, yeah. I think it was, I thought the line protected fine to give him a little bit more time to throw downfield. Now, you, you just, it's hard to do that, especially because you two things going against you. One, it's, it's Iowa and that's what they want you to do. Um, then secondly, who's the, who's the downfield threat right now? You know, in, in years past, you had you had options. I think Higgins proved he could be that guy. I think Bramer, I almost think you use him as a wide receiver. The guy got 21 snaps on Saturday. I think he needs to double that in, in Athens. They've got to do something to become more explosive. They just got, they, right. I mean, that's, it's, they, they, there has been almost zero explosive plays. There was the Sama run against you and I and the Bramer touchdown pass. And I think those are the only two plays over 25 yards this year. Like, we, we've seen this before with Iowa State offenses. You have to at least try and push it deep. 
But I understand if you're in a one-score game against somebody like Iowa, you don't want to risk another turnover. So it, it's t- and I, w- I was baiting you, and they want you to keep the, the underneath. And Iowa State played the game. It was close. But I think it gets a team like Ohio, number one, you got to see if you can run the ball. Because if you can move them up front, you don't, you don't stray from it. You, if you're getting five, six, seven yards of carry, just run the ball. But if it's difficult, and I don't know, Ohio's been pretty stout against the run so far, I think you got to just give the keys to Rocco and say, okay, man, training wheels are coming off just a little bit. Give it a shot. What, what about that, that last drive against Iowa? Not the one that stalled out on fourth and one. I'm talking the one yeah. that resulted in a touchdown, the last full drive, which was a really great drive. And the first drive was, was really great. Yes. Uh, what about that last one where I'm at was Iowa State finally put it together? And what about it was Iowa was just back so base because they were. It's hard to really know. You know I, they were basically luring your, you to bleed the clock. I thought Higgins proved even in that first half, you go back and watch it again. That guy was getting open against really good He's players. the guy who like gives me a little bit. Him and Bramer give me some hope in this. Yeah, I think, the, the I think those two guys can win battles one-on-one. And if Iowa State's going to be successful this year, they need a player to win a one-on-one battle because they're going to get a lot of it. They've already gotten a lot of it through two games. Is People are going to dare Iowa State's receivers to beat them. Um, because right now the book on Iowa State is bottom up inside. They don't have elite speed to get to the edge. And they're going to throw a lot of tight ends at you. Well, if you keep them in front, can Iowa State string together 14, 15 <laughs> play drives? They've only done it like twice this year. Uh, and last year, they often, more times than not, stalled out and then missed a field goal. Uh, and so for Iowa State, I just there's got to be a little bit more downfield action. Now, it's, it's easier said than done because if your guys aren't open, as the old uh, adage is, when you throw the ball, three things happen and two of them are bad. I understand that. Like, you're already in a safe. You don't want to screw up your defense anymore because your defense is elite. But... Gosh, you, I mean, otherwise this game is 21 to 20 and, and you're coming down the final possession. Yeah, and you don't want to leave it to that. I just don't think you do. You, I know. I, setting it up for a bad call or, right. you know. And you're on the road in a weird a spot. Weird, like a 57-yard yeah. field goal. Or, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like. <laughs> seen that happen. That's why, the, you know, I, I you would, I, in an ideal situation, it's just like last year against Ohio where that thing was like 21 nothing in the first quarter and the game is over. Like, you do not want to make this nerve-wracking on Saturday. I'm going to read you what a Vegas odds maker writes about this game, but give me a second. I want to thank a few of our great sponsors. First of all, Kelderman Manufacturing. Check them out at Kelderman.com. I would like to give a shout-out to a lot of our farmers out there and let them know about Kelderman's Down Corn Reel. uh, Jeff's dad created this thing back in 1977. The Kelderman Down Corn Reel helps farmers get the most out of storm damage. And uh, they're giving you a deal. You can get 10% off on this through September 30th. So if you're a farmer out there and uh, harvest time, these guys at Kelderman, they all farm. So they test their own equipment and they know what it's like. And they are located down in Oscaloosa. Huge cyclones. Check them out at Kelderman.com. Also would like to give a shout out to our friends at Gravitate Coworking. They are located on the web at gravitatecoworking.com. If you are stuck at home working, maybe you got your office taken away during the pandemic. Perhaps you are unemployed. You don't have to be a hermit. You can go to gravitatecoworking.com. 
find out all the great spots uh, that these these great cyclones have downtown Des Moines, East Village Des Moines, Midtown Windsor Heights, and all, also in Jefferson. The um, I'll read you this odds maker yeah. quote. So this is Adam Burke. He's a VSIN writer, handicapper. I'm going to just read you what here. Vegas Insider Network. Yeah, right? that's the Sorry. Musburger one. Got yep. it. Ohio welcomes Iowa State to Athens. It will be the first home game on campus of the season. The Bobcats have had a thoroughly impressive defensive performance last week against a Florida A&M team that I was fairly high on. Curtis Rourke will be the best offensive player on the field in this game. I mean, I guess for now. Iowa State just does not have the offensive reputation right now. And until proven otherwise, I understand why. Like I, Potential doesn't mean anything until you pr- produce. Yeah, it's, That's just the way it is. And Iowa State's offense, literally in the last year, is in the bottom 10% of college football in yards and points and, and all the metrics. And that's nobody's... I don't think it's this current staff's fault because they changed over a bunch of the offensive guys. But to your point, they're just not going to get the benefit of the doubt until... They put up a 40 spot on somebody like Ohio. And I, so here's a question, C-Dub. If you're, if you're Matt early in this game, do you try and get aggressive? Because aggression can, can you can get up 21 nothing, but if it goes the wrong way, then you're playing from behind again. And gosh, I'm not sure if this Iowa State team is, is equipped to play from I would behind. Like to be aggressive. Just to show like, hey, we believe in you Even type. Yeah, like just, aggression, like I actually think to... A little bit of a all those drops last week too. Yeah, you know, like when I watched that game back, it stood out to me how far behind in the sticks Iowa State was getting, and you know they they were. I think they were trying. I think they knew they weren't going to be able to run on Iowa. Well, and the, that's from what I gathered. Matt said yesterday. I was an interesting point, and again, we we said on this podcast before. Sometimes listen to Matt in the press conferences at your uh, at your own interpretation. But he said they really haven't had any negative plays running the ball. Now, there haven't been a lot of positive ones, but I guess that's uh, that's an optimistic point. Is you, you, you're not getting, you're not in second and 13. It's only second and eight, so baby steps, right? I don't but know. Yeah, you, need to, you need to catch the short passes. I don't know how accurate this is, but according to the Action Network, I, this can't be right. But they have it tabbed at 97% of the money and 82% of the bets are on Iowa State. Like there's no way ninety seven percent of the money is on it. That feels because it hasn't. The the line's about the same as Sunday. Well, it's up to three and a half now. Oh, okay, well that's so it started at one and a half, and it's up to get, three and a half. You get so over three. That that that's the that's a big difference. The the smart money is on Iowa State right now. So the, I mean, yeah. if you want a positive, there you go. Yeah, I just again, but I I totally get it. Can Iowa State get to thirty points? Can Iowa State get to twenty four points? Gosh, I I think so, but. Both Ohio and Iowa State's defense have been great. If I'm an odds maker, I almost look and I, and I just from data, just data. Okay, yeah. I'm not I'm not factoring in conferences, Power Five, non-Power Five. This looks to me like Iowa State, Iowa last week. From a pure analytical standpoint, you have two great defenses so far and two very mediocre offenses. So if that's the case, you you have it at a field goal, like most of those games are. Now, I am a believer that Iowa State does have talent on that offensive side of the football. It just hasn't really come out yet. And then the question is, what do you do if you're Iowa State? Jalen Knoll has struggled a little bit. At least he struggled in game number two. 
you haven't really featured uh, a Betty Nagoya yet. We haven't seen Jason Essex or Greg Gaines. You see somebody else. You see more Daniel Jackson had a catch on Saturday. You try some other people. Does Abu Sama become your featured guy? You know, Eli Sanders coming back. You try and get him on the edge. And it's not panic time for the offense, but it's well, no, this but is a game that you, you just you can't you can't mess around with. Here. I'll stand by what I said after the Iowa game. I'm going to judge this team fully after the Oklahoma State. I think game. that's fair, but this this game but is this game's included. terrifying it's, because if you lose it, people are already on edge, and I think somewhat unfairly because again they changed the entire offensive staff. Yeah, you got to give it a little bit of time. Yeah. But it also this is a game that you know if you're going on the road to a MAC team, you just don't see many Big Twelve teams lose to MAC teams on the road or, or otherwise. And and you know it's just a, it's a big game that way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Zach says, how long is Rocco's leash? Zach's watching on YouTube. Again, we're live today. If you're listening to this in the uh, podcast feed, we went live. Uh, so I would suggest everybody goes and follows us on YouTube. So then you'll get the notifications and good, all that good stuff. It's a good stuff. question, Zach. He says, I, I think Rocco's been perfectly fine so far. A few small rookie mistakes because he is a rookie. But if he throws a pick and a few bad passes, do we think JJ is close? I mean, from what I saw in the opener, no. I'd seen like JJ Cole didn't look close in the opener unless he just played well, really poorly. And if you watched back the TV broadcast from the Iowa game, they had some good insight. I actually thought Benetti and, and Brock Hewer did a nice job watching that back. Um, they said that Nate Shieldhouse wanted to give the basically give the keys to the, the car for Rocco for a full game to see how he handled it. I think he handled it well. Uh, and so I would Rocco's not the reason they lost Iowa. I, I completely agree. I think you you got to give him. I think you give him a half. And if it's if it's huge problems, then maybe you you try JJ. But man, it, from game one, you, you want to throw Cole in on the um, Rock. Really hasn't played it on the road either. I mean, that's the other terrifying part is going on the road can be good, but it's new. This is different for everybody. I, I think Rocco has played well enough though that it's not a short leash. Now, if he throws three straight interceptions, then yeah, maybe, yeah, I mean, or something's completely off. I mean, hell, off. we saw Brock pretty get benched. Correct, after that, you know? but I, I, I think 
to your point, Rocco, Rocco of the offensive concerns, I thought I'd be high on the list. He's he's impressed me so far. Uh, I think you're just talking around people in the staff. The staff well, has been impressed with him. I talked to, I did a podcast with Sage Rosenfels for Iowa Everywhere. Sage has been highly critical of Iowa State's offense the last couple of yes, years. Yes, he has. He's not been quiet about the scheme and nope. he, what he thinks are problems. He really liked Rocco. Like he, the I mean, and Sage is looking at it purely yeah, quarterback, the, like the ball he throws, right, the footwork, the footwork, mechanics, decision making. Yeah. He really thinks that Rocco Beck is a is a good. Yeah, talent. and that's why I think you I think you want to see him take a couple shots, like say because I think Rocco has it in him to play make. He had that one really good play in the fourth quarter. He stepped up out of the pocket and then threw a dart on the move. Like I, I'd like to see him get the chance to freelance a little bit, see if that helps open up some things. Let's um go through the big 12 schedule here just the ones that are relevant because this is really a poor week it's a weird week in college football coming up kansas state is at missouri that is a somewhat interesting game i haven't to be on full disclosure i haven't seen enough from kansas state to really know but I, I feel like i just know what these climbing teams are right i mean they got their quarterback back i mean they're they're top they, three in the league they have been as outside of texas the most impressive to me in the conference so far but they've played zero Baylor is the only reason this is notable is because Baylor is 0-2. They're playing yeah. Long Island, who I believe Ohio beat in week one. Yes. Um, that game won't be close. It it, it certainly shouldn't. <laughs> and if it is, Dave Aranda is probably going to get fired, which, which is just crazy to me. because They he, won the Big 12 in 21. Yeah, two years ago, the guy wins the Big 12 and mm-hmm. fans want him fired. Oklahoma is at Tulsa. So Iowa State is not the only Big 12 playing down at a group of five school this week. Oklahoma did exactly what I thought they would do last week with SMU. I thought that that would be a game that they ultimately won, but I didn't think it would be a blowout like it's 73-point outburst Yeah, I mean, that in week one. a joke. But this doesn't feel like much of a road trip. No. You know, going to Tulsa, there'll probably be more Oklahoma fans there. That's and I've been to that stadium. It's it's not exactly Mount Intimidation there. Now they go in. I think that game next weekend is fascinating. They go to Cincinnati on the twenty third, uh, and we'll see with both of those. I mean, Cincinnati is kind of one of those. That's a sneaky great start for them in Satterfield, and a lot of people had them last in the conference, and. They're undefeated. Beat Pittsburgh. And, man, that what a, what a great way to open up Big 12 play for Cincinnati to get Oklahoma at home next week. Uh, let's roll through here. Is Cincinnati good now? That's why I, mean, I don't know. I mean, they play Miami of Ohio this week, which won't tell you much. Quarterback's been great, though, for Cincinnati. Yeah, he's been good. He's, been, he's, he's an elite he's, he's, talent. And he's he's an old guy. It's been a lot of spots, but so far, so good. South Alabama at Oklahoma State. This is a terrifying game for Oklahoma State. South Alabama, if you look at the like stability ratings as far as starters returned and all that stuff, they're one of the top teams in the country. Let's see how Oklahoma State does offensively in that game. Because, of course, everybody realizes Iowa State plays Oklahoma State next week in the opener. Yeah. There's going to be some... I, that, they that's could be coming game. off of a loss. They could be coming off a loss there, and their their offensive play has been very very suspect so far. And South Alabama has a pretty good defense. BYU is at Arkansas. 
That game seems pretty mad. I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Arkansas probably win it. Pittsburgh at West Virginia. I like this. That's my play of the week. Kind of the last stand for. I think it's. I think this for is our guy. This is all in on West Virginia. Just put all the it's, chips. It's in. like if you don't win this one, you're looking for a job, which is weird to say in week three. But th- this is the They'll rival. Try and get out ahead and fire him, and then the, yeah, this is the yeah. rival. It's at home. You need to win anyway. You already lost to Penn State, although it wasn't that lopsided. Uh, yeah, this is a huge game for Neil Brown. Neil Brown watches on. Then you've got uh, Wyoming, Texas. That's not worth the analysis. TCU at Houston for, I believe, the first Big 12 yeah. game of the season. And I, I still don't know what TCU is. I certainly don't think that Houston has changed much since the end of last year can't, where they couldn't stop anybody. Can't lose to Rice. Well, at least you know that Iowa State's not the only Big 12 program playing <laughs> the these the weird road. non-conference well, games. Well, so I say that. You can't lose to Rice, and it's like, yeah, I, I can know. see the Houston fans saying, if, well, Iowa State's going to Ohio. You know Kansas I mean? then goes to Nevada, or is it Nevada? Nevada. <laughs> they go to Reno, the uh, the lonely confines of McKay Stadium so I, in it, Reno, 9.30 kick on Saturday. Interestingly, and I, I bet this would surprise some Iowa State folks, and it's mainly because of Iowa State's elite defense, but I believe the SP Plus rankings by Bill Connolly, you know, one my guy, my my the guy that just loves data, has Iowa State still ranked in the top 40 nationally? And Kansas was like 61st. Just because of the defense? I mean, yeah. And they're factoring some of last year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but that would ultimately hurt Iowa State, you would think. But that's, it's, it's so it's, there is still some reason to be, this Iowa State team has some has some weapons, specifically that defense. So that what does that mean? It means if Iowa State were to play Kansas tomorrow... According to Bill Conley, Iowa State should be favored. Now, would that be the case if it was in Ames? Uh, I don't know. So, I, I still think we're underselling how good this Iowa State defense actually is. Well, and that's ultimately, again, where I come to be somewhat comfortable about Saturday. Correct. I wouldn't say I'm comfortable. Yeah. I, I it's don't, just... I, can you get to 20? Really, the way that Ohio scores is if the offense turns it over right. and you know, puts the defense in a bad and that's, spot. And therein lies, like, if you're in Shieldhouse and Campbell, do you, do you try yeah. and push it? Or are you content to run the ball? God, it just feels so much like Iowa. I don't know. What do you do? Like, I think it's a, it's a fascinating philosophical discussion for the football staff this week. If you try and be aggressive and it backfires, then you're, who knows what could go wrong. Or I have a hard time thinking Ohio's getting 17 points just straight up offensively. And so do you think your offense can push put together three scoring drives? Gosh, I hope so. I want to take this question from Matt. Because I, I think it's I think it's totally relevant. Um and, why is and, Matt in a Hawkeye hat? I don't know. Maybe I think Matt might be in the background. Cause he says if we lose this week, so I think that may be like his buddy or something. Yeah, okay. I think Matt's the guy who doesn't have the giant beard. Okay. All right. All right. Make more Matt, sense. let us know which yeah, one you are. I'm, I'm confused by the Hawkeye hat. He says, if we lose this week, does the seat warm up for Campbell? No. Nah, it can't. He says the talent is on the way. I believe like it. Wh- okay. The, the answer is what, I mean, what is it feel like 
Bill Clinton here. What's the He's definition not on the of hot seat. is? What's the definition of a hot seat? Yeah. Well, you have a growing amount of frustration in the fan base. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. You, I, there was way more than I anticipated after the Iowa game. So I think there is a segment, and, and it's you've talked about this on your radio program for years. There's a fatigue factor. And, and yes. our guy, actually, Elliot, had a, had a question too, Aiden. I don't know if you can pull it up, because I've, I've had a good discussion with, with Elliot. I'm uh, pretty sure smart. I muted Elliot a long time ago. <laughs> but... but he, <laughs> So some of the some of the stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just about being... about Campbell's press conferences, and if the it's Col- the same guy, it could be a kicker, different. One. Well, it's the kicker conversation from last year, and Matt, you know, not embracing the fan base. Oh yeah, I talked about this on Monday's two guys named Chris. I said if I was Matt's PR advisor, I would tell him to soften up on the fan base a little bit. Yeah. So I think there. I, yeah. I think like, there's something to them. The point is. Matt's been here long enough. It, it, what's the old quote like? Uh, you know, live long or die and be a hero. Live long enough and be the villain. Yeah. Like yeah. there, there is an element where at some point you start to frustrate everybody just because you've been around so long. And it's the same way for the coaches with the media and the fans. Yes, they they don't they hear what they. Like, All these coaches when they first get here are open arms. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're always welcoming goes, the meet and then it, the door hand in hand, the door creaks and creaks and creaks. And then it just gets slammed shut at a certain point. But it's same with the fans. And this is what fans don't realize. It's the same. It's the same thing with you with coaches. Like you see the same thing over and yes. over again and you get frustrated because yes. it's like, well, I, I want something different. And so anyway, yes, if Iowa State loses to Ohio, the, the, the frustration meter ratches is up real fast. Now that, that does not mean it's a hot seat. I do think, though, you you start losing. Well, you just start losing the some of the the general faith. You, you lose you the band, faith. You lose the bandwagon, folks. I mean, here's the deal: Iowa State still sold the second most amount of season tickets it ever has this year, and so I, I would I would say the data does not support that. What is that people aren't buy-out? supporting? Like, I don't even think Iowa State could afford to buy it. Well, out. and therein lies it. Yeah, like, that's that, not even worth. But that's my thing. Yeah. Like. We can you can be frustrated. I understand somebody said they're frustrated losing the Chris losing seven of eight. I will make you frustrated. I don't. I, I don't it. disagree. I'm frustrated too. Yeah. But there's also like the business aspect of this. You're tearing up parking lots. You're building a development. You're gonna you know you're gonna be at a thirty million dollar deficit to Iowa in annual television revenue. revenue like starting now, I think, or yeah, because that new Big Ten television package just kicked in. You're not going to... You're paying TJ more. Hey, can Aiden, can you look up Campbell's buyout real yeah, quick and see if you sure. can find that? Like there's not just money flying around to fire and buy out yeah, the this most is, successful coach in the history of your program. And there's and they're still recruiting well. You know, it's like nobody can watch that game last week and go like, well, the young talent sucks. This is part of the gambling deal that sucks too, is because now you're kind of rebuilding that side of the football. You're twice. Rebuilding again twice in two years. And I'll take it to my grave that they have a better chance to beat Iowa last week with Hunter Deckers than they did Rocco Beck. It's so to answer the question, no. Um, but yeah, I think again, the longer you're in a place, you saw Iowa fans. What was it, Chris? What like 11, 12, 13? They all wanted Ferens fired. And they held on, and now it's largely calm. Was down. that the year they lost like Western Michigan? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's a natural you, it's a natural cycle. Well, and I also think in this like transfer and NIL world too, like 
Yeah. Well, I think you're way better off sticking if you like the guy, which clearly Jamie does with with Matt Campbell and everything that he's accomplished here. Here's something I want. Yeah. You're you're better off, you know, waiting a little bit longer than you are having it. Because I'll tell you guys this one thing, and I know you don't want to hear it as Iowa State fans. This is not a popular job. And it's less popular now because of the way that the SEC and the Big Ten are doing it. You can't be known at Iowa State as a job where you're going to get fired after, you know, a couple of bad years. Like, it, guys won't come here. Yeah. Because you're not going to pay enough to lure that top-end coaching talent. It's just it's just a fact. And the But the interesting thing, and you've got a couple of, of situations somewhat similar. What Dion's doing at Colorado is an eye-opener in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Because what he's done is literally in an offseason revamp everything. He overhauled his roster. You take a terrible program, and now they're ranked in the top 20 and maybe the top story of college football. And so honestly, it that that would if I'm a general fan, I say, hey, well, Colorado, look what they did. And they've turned it around really quickly. Although I don't think that's the norm. I think Dion's a special case, and you can't do that everywhere. However, in the in the NIL and portal world, you're just it the the, the your amount of time to succeed, you're just not going to get the benefit of the doubt as much as you do from the fan base before. Because you can't say, hey, we're, you know, we've got this long-term plan. Because unfortunately, the way that NIL and the portal is set up, that long-term plan could get blown up by yeah, somebody else. It's just, there's so many variables. Yeah, so it's just, it's, it's this, the conversation has changed. Now, at Iowa State, you still have to be methodical about what you're doing. Because uh, let's be honest, we just, we just don't have the resources as those big programs in NIL or the portal. And it all goes together. But I also see why fans can get frustrated sooner in all of professionals, in all of sports, it seems like the turnover is is ratcheted up. And if things aren't going well, people are a lot faster to to pull the trigger. I haven't talked to Jamie about Matt per se, like in the last uh, ever. Yeah. Matt Campbell being on the hot seat, like yeah, and no, one, I'm he not, wouldn't talk to me even, about it. it Two, like I wouldn't even ask about it. But when I've talked to Jamie about like his theories on all this stuff in the past, he's consistently brought up Gary Pinkle in Missouri to me. Is that's kind of a Right, because like he just kind of was just there for a while, yeah. and then like it, they really benefited when they were loyal to him, and absolutely he was loyal to them. And, and, then and ever since that. they've gotten rid of him, it's been they've been Which awful for I think, a decade. You know, Matt's made this a better job now. Like I, it's, I, a it, job. it's unequivocally a better job I, than when he took it over. But still, like in the eyes of, in the yeah. eyes of like industry people, like this, I don't know. I think it is because of the fans in their and everything's a lot better now. But like, if you were to ask like a random football coach, I don't know if they would call it a top 10 job in the new big 12. It just depends. Uh, yeah. It, so it, like, it'd be right on the edge. So I, my point is if you, if you, let's say you make a move, which is not going to happen, <laughs> you're going to have to get somebody young, like an up and comer type to come in here. This is not going to be, Hey, um, yeah. Malzahn's not come, yeah. coming up. From you're not going to hire him from, yeah. Or something like that. It's, it's a, it's a really big, and I, I just, the only reason I'm even addressing it is cause I, I want to just, it's cause I, I, I don't think it's worth talking about. Yes. If, talk to me in six weeks if they haven't won another game. I, I, I'm with you. And I know again that, but the, when the Ohio conference, this is why this game is terrifying in a lot of ways, because we saw, everyone saw, unfortunately I got some of it. On Twitter and message boards and elsewhere of 
there's a section of the Iowa State fan base that are just, you know, whether it's societal norms now where you can just be, you know, overly upset all the time. Yeah. It that people were not like I was shocked how unhappy a lot of people were on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday. And I know it's Iowa, and that's one thing. But yeah, man, it's because like, it's Iowa. But, but I keep coming back. It's like, gosh, guys. It, it like, does get exhausting, though, when you overreact to every game. Because if yeah. they go out there and beat Ohio by 17, a lot of the same people will be back and like back in the bandwagon. And it's just like, not every game means like a program changing. changing right. Not every game. Yeah. Correct. And that's the same with basketball, too. It's, it, it's actually more. It's a journey. Exhausting during basketball because you've got yeah. two or three I of them just, in a week. This, early this week has been just exhausting. Yeah. And so, long story short, I am hopeful for the the mental health of the fan base that Saturday goes well. It's not stressful. Good question Iowa here by, puts it away. by Chris. He says, why haven't we seen the third quarterback yet? I don't know. I've been kind of waiting for yeah, that little, good. That is a good question, little, little wrinkle in the offense. Really I'd like had, to see him come out. That'd be great. They had the one goal line play against you and I. Where, yeah, I thought yeah. we'd see him against Iowa. I honestly, when we didn't see him against Northern Iowa, I was like, oh, they're probably saving it. Yeah, but trying to, they, they have a short, they, well, the one short fourth down, they, but you don't bring him in for his first snap on a fourth down. Yeah, no, we'll see, he's he's maybe that maybe you see it Saturday. I'm I, I'm really anxious to see, but they also said they were going to play Real Mitchell in that role forever yeah, and it just never, never showed up. So maybe well, they're just, I really am anxious to see the what the. The, the starters and your who gets the most snaps at receiver and running back on Saturday. It's just, I mean, is it too early to, to get some of those other guys a chance? I'm not sure. I think with running back, you almost have to keep playing the same guys because they need reps. They do. They do. But does Sama get like, more? I mean, Norton, I think is, could be pretty good, but he's got to not bounce out and lose eight yards and it, right. Like he's, these with guys it. all like, and we saw it last year too. The line wasn't good, but it wasn't as bad as the running backs made it out. Like, you've yeah. got to hit blocks the right way. And you've got to do that type and of thing. Sam done a little bit too much of that. Yeah. Now, he's well, broke he's, a couple, he's, yeah, but he's young. He's his second game. So, so. Again, is it Eli Sa- does Eli Sanders get some reps? Is it Arlen Harris? Is I just it- don't think, like, I don't know, even if you're, like, the most pissed-off dude possible, like your buddy Elliot in there, like, you can't look at it and say there's no talent. Like, clearly I, there is. So the coaches have to do a better job of giving them – you know, room yep, to get them. In Here's another the, one of the more frustrating parts to me. And, I, and again, I want to see like this weekend because it's like, you know, I'm a disciple of Hal Mummy, right? Have I yeah, told you like, that before? Close personal friend. He's my he's my close personal friend. And like you, you watch like these and, and I know Iowa State's not doing air raid. I'm not even saying that they should. They got to be able to run the ball up all that. I, I'm not I'm not pushing for that. But my point is, it's easier now than ever with schemes to put in a new quarterback and move the football. You see it in the NFL all the time. We left Jalen Hurts for dead, right? He yeah. gets benched by Tua. Oh, this guy's career's over. He should have, tra- right? Right. Like, look around the NFL. There's young guys playing everywhere and having success. That was unheard of 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, you should be able to scheme your way into some yards at some point. And I think that's there's some frustration from the fan base because, again, yeah. obviously it hasn't scored 40 or more. Uh, since my my point is, like, year. when you look at Leach and Mummy and, like, yeah. Holgerson and all these guys, yep. it doesn't matter who the They're quarterback put, is. Yeah. Or even it's plug and play. You know, <laughs> that's what I've said with Haycock. Yeah. I think this defense, like, we have really good defensive players on Iowa State, but, like, that guy in the middle is always good here. 
and it's it's not just that Iowa State is all of a sudden recruiting like this elite level D tackles. They can develop them, and that scheme is really good for that position. This is something I was thinking about this week after watching Purdy on Sunday and then Brees and company on Monday. It's those guys being so productive in the NFL. Oh, it doesn't help. It doesn't. It almost doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Because you're thinking, well, what the heck? You had these guys. But then I would argue that, well, yes, but that staff, that offensive staff is largely gone. Now, yes, Nate Shieldhouse was on that staff. Anthony says we need more Greg Gaines. And I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't is know. it Greg Gaines? Like, where who is, is like, who, who is Greg? Greg hasn't really been like, on the field it, yet. Again, like this is what I always come back to, though. And I, I don't know, Anthony. I hope you're right. I hope Greg Gaines Greg comes Gaines out there and has a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. But the coaches don't want you all to want them fired. No, no. So, they like, do my not. theory is like, generally, if there's a guy like that just on the bench that's just blowing people away, why wouldn't they be playing him? You know, unless it's Steve Prohm and he's trying to like discipline the guy, which we saw a well, lot. Of. Yeah, we <laughs> saw some of that. How many Jamil, times did Steve Jamil do that? It's I like, think Jamil McKay yeah. got suspended yeah. like six why times. Why is that guy playing, Steve? Yeah. Well, you know, it's between me and him. <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Who's that? Who's that mystery guy? I don't I'll know. tell you this though. I mean, Jalen Knowles got to catch the football. Well, yeah, that's what. Like, huge week for him. Like Jaywood Nolan, all those drops was as bad as Norton turning around and running back four yards and losing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's a loss. It put that's a negative play. And so part of it, and again, fans can be fickle, but if somebody if a, if an older guy, now Jalen's a veteran now. I know it's okay, he, he plays a true freshman, he's in his third year. If he's not doing it as a fan, you're going, well then give somebody else a chance. Yeah. And I think that's where some of the frustration comes from. It's it's not only the fact that you haven't been overly productive on offense, but it seems like even though these guys haven't been around that long, it feels like they have and for the yeah. last year you just really haven't And been last year bad. felt like it just lasted and an last eternity. Year it was like a 3 year long yeah. one year. And so these game the way they lost last year was like death by a thousand paper. It it's felt, the worst it felt like it felt like it was 3 years long. Yep. But I winning I'll, Saturday by by and putting up 30 plus points would make everybody's life a lot easier. I'm for it. I think they will. I think I they'll win by double digits. I do. But I do again, too. like, but I'm just, I'm in my own head now yeah. with all these numbers. It's, it makes, and it's, it's, I'm trying, it's, I will terrifying. tell you this objectively. If I had just looked at this game, didn't know the teams, mm-hmm. watched the numbers, Ohio would be tempting. The only thing that wouldn't make it tempting to me is the fact that it's steamed from one and a half to three and a half because that tells me smart people are all over Iowa State here. So, but like you just look at it, mid-major, first home game, they're up for this, coming off of a big win, quarterback's back. Yep. I just, but I don't, my gut tells me this is a decent game for two and a half, three quarters. Iowa State pulls away, wins by 13 to 17. But, but then, it, but, but then yeah. people still aren't thrilled because you didn't kill them. But then you look at it, C-Dub, and Iowa State's, you know, top 50 and all these analytical things and in Ohio is down in the eighties and nineties. It's like it I would like to know it shouldn't be that just the close. talent level, like two four seven does that thing like with, with the recruiting. I mean, I would yeah. guess that this is a blatant mismatch yeah, in that was, in that that's, regard. That's sort like you yeah. look at if you look at the last in again, Ohio has not moved the ball. So can the Iowa State offense get to twenty four, twenty seven, thirty? Is that the magic number? 24 this week? 24. I think it's even 20. 20? Yeah. Ohio's not scoring unless there's I, another pick six. That's or, right. I mean, that's just... I, maybe, maybe unless they out-scheme them. 
Well, nonetheless, fun little. Uh, I agree Wednesday with Evan. Play. Thank you, Evan. Evan says I'm I'm usually critical, but I think this is a special team. Give this t- staff some time to develop. I, I said after the game on Saturday night on the Weirfield post game, I said I won't judge it until after I, Oklahoma State. And, and in reality, they're one and three. Then we got a re- real problem. If, if, I don't think they will be. Offense was was not pretty Saturday, but everything else. It looked to me. It looked to me that there has been a lot of progress in some of the mistake situations. Yeah. Like, I know we always make fun, oh, I'm playing in the margins and all that. Iowa State looked... <laughs> you know what, though? Looked like, like a more disciplined team last week. I've thought about it, though. Like, that, you guys want to know why coaches, specifically Campbell, doesn't say anything in the media now? It's because it all gets used against him. Well, and that's... that's it's, yeah. Honestly, like... And, then, and that didn't happen 15 years ago because we didn't have Twitter and we then, didn't have podcasts and we didn't have... But then fans get sick and tired because they hear the same thing. Oh, like, yeah. Well, you... <laughs> You're not winning the margins, Matt. So Matt's just like, well, then I'm not well, going to say that anymore. And every press conference now is like live. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like a television product now. Where it used to be, we just show up at these <laughs> things and McCartney just, you know, walk in and bullshit with you for a while. Oh, what's no, your dad up to? Yeah, and nobody, like, you know, nobody records Nobody's that. like tweeting quotes. Right. Nobody's right. streaming these things. And now yeah. like these coaches, I understand where they're at. Yeah. I get like both sides because the fans are like, well, we want to hear something. And the coach is like, well, screw you. you Every time I do say, say something, something, then I it get... comes back to haunt me because you rub it in my face when it doesn't work. Yeah, it's like the other team a... has scholarships, too. That's what I was trying to say. Like it. You're not playing yourself here. Yeah. And, and all, a, uh, but just everyone was on edge this week. So could use some. Actually, I think road games can be good. I'd be interested to get, you know, talk to former players a lot of times under Campbell, I mean, Iowa State's won more road games under Campbell than any, any other regime. They've been really good. And now last year's a little bit different story yeah. because last year we all know what happened last year with just losing a bunch of those games. But this could be a good thing for a young team too, to get away from the spotlight, oh, yeah. go to a smaller place. There's going to be some Cyclone fans there, but it's just sometimes it's nice to get on a flight, get on a charter, and it, it really becomes, and where the staff has been awesome over the years is, Nobody believes in us. Oh, and there's they're no, pounding that right There's now. no question. Yeah. They are telling everybody in that locker room. They're hey probably guys, posting your tweets on the locker you, you room. Are, you are. Nobody believes. Yeah, your own your own fan base. Whether it's true or not, you use these things as much as you can. And, you know, these guys are aware that there's doubters, especially that offense. Yeah. And I, I, you know, those offensive linemen in particular, they've been hearing it now for, for so long. I thought those guys, you know, they didn't move Iowa. I thought they had a nice, they play, played okay watching that back. I really believe that. So, man, I just think for the, I think Iowa State is going the right direction. I truly do believe that. And maybe come Saturday, maybe it doesn't, but don't give up quite yet. It's, I'll tell you we're, this. We're two games into this season. Last uh, word from me, just run the damn football. Run the ball. If you can't yeah, run the just, football, then none of this is going to be cured. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. It's like you can. If you, you can't can, line up and get a five-yard run against Ohio. Like you can out analyze this thing and be a sociologist and a psychiatrist and all this. We need you, more crossing routes. If you we can't need, move, yeah. if you can't no. move them, it just doesn't matter. Like you got to move, the, and they've been good against the run. So I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but that's why it's like, gosh, we can talk about receivers and everything else. But ultimately, if Cartavius Norton and Abu Sama can run the ball, you don't even need to throw it. Maybe to. Uh, Eli Sanders was out. He was. I think Iowa. he's going to be back. It'll be interesting yeah. to see and then, that. So the other part that, you know, uh, so Andrew Keller, who's a really talented tight end, um, look at his offers, by the way. He's he was going to play last year as a true freshman, then he kind of got dinged up. They held him out. He's back this week. 
So another potential weapon that we haven't really seen yet that could help. Appreciate you all watching. This was our first live show. Good job, Aiden, yeah. Wyatt, to produce this. Kind of a meaty, we're gonna, meaty discussion today. Well, we're going to try and do this every week. That is the overwhelming goal. Unfortunately, we have schedules that sometime will not allow it, but we'll we'll try and be in here on Wednesdays and probably going to shoot for this time. Do 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 people work or they watch this or are they working? No, they're working um, while watching, watching this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. And if you haven't subscribed um, to the Psych One Fanatic YouTube YouTube page, you should do that. That's where we post all the coaching press conferences, player interviews, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Keep the faith. I, yeah, I mean, get I, you some again, of that Ames logger. Get some Ames logger. And then I, what I always like to say is, I got to get some of those cold brews for the studio. Oh, I got here, you. By the way. I got you covered. It's ship. You can ship them online. Yeah, ship them online. I really like Northern that Vessel guy, Coffee. Company, he seems yeah. like a sharp individual. The uh, Northern Vessel. Yeah, he's guy. A really good dude. No, so uh, as I always like to tell Iowa State folks, we've 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 dealt with worse. We can make it. We can make it through this next one. So well, it can always be worse. Sativa seventy seven says. I would be working, but I have two dislocated fingers and a torn tendon in one of them. Great show, guys. God How do damn. you type? How do you just do one-handed? I, I apologize for you, Sativa. Sorry, Sativa. Man. Hang in there, pal. Hopefully the clones go out and get you one on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. Celebrate with your other hand. Appreciate MacDyne for sponsoring. Of course, we're in the Wild Rose Casino Studios, fueled as always by our good friends at Cody Road. Go get those new Cody Road bottles mm, as well, the gold this, edition. This Coke Zero. We'll get you out of here. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening on the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network.